Hello and welcome to .exe, a saving content podcast. Today is episode 36 and I am Eric Acosta. Here with me today, running over a reindeer while wearing the ugly Christmas sweater, is Saving Content's own Ed Acosta. I wish I had more ugly Christmas sweaters. <laughs> I just that... have this one that I run over reindeer with. Yes, it's and a reindeer Santa, running over ugly Christmas the big sweater. It's a red fat guy. Fred Fat? Fat Fred? Fred Fat. <laughs> and set next to him in the sleigh, cursing why those flarkin' lights are always blinking, eating those delicious Christmas cookies, is Genevieve Acosta. Hola. Hola, Christmas cookie Acosta. Oh, what? Feliz Christmas cookie. Acosta. Uh, uh, okay, sure. <laughs> so we're back with a guest. And we're back. With a guest. Dun, 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 dun. Do, 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 do. I just saw you eating Christmas cookies because it's on your face. So I got a question. It, question. If you does any song become a Christmas song if you add sleigh bells to it? No. No. Think about it. And just picture in your mind. Do you get that Christmas feeling? If they, if you were to just add sleigh bells to something, no, no, not really. I think you would. I, well, but then again, me and Dad are weird. Yeah, I was gonna say you're also talking, asking this question of the person who doesn't seem to elicit any emotions when listening to music. But you would know the difference if you took the lyrics out of a song mm-hmm. and you just heard the music. Mm-hmm. You would be able to tell the difference between a Christmas song and just your regular, you know, standard pop song. Mm -hmm. I think you would. If, you know, the inclusion of sleigh bells were in it. I don't know. I I feel like you can add sleigh bells to a regular song and it still not be Christmas. Yeah. I don't think so. Go ahead. Only because... There is no other time during the year that you'll hear a song with sleigh bells in it. It is a very distinctly one time of the year sound. (laughs) Okay. So then what we need to do is we need to take a song Uh and put sleigh bells in it and see if we can figure it out. Like, take the lyrics out and say, okay, is this, like, take a Busta Rhyme song, okay? I was going to suggest <laughs> Smooth by Santana. <laughs> I, it's like, I feel uh, like that would be a good song to test it to. I, I feel mean, Pass the Cavarsier would be better. I feel like Beat It would be better. Beat It? <laughs> beat It, ting, ting, ting. <laughs> Just beat it, ting, 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 ting. ting. You joke, but I think that would be fun. Yes. And you could you could edit the video to have Michael Jackson wearing a Santa hat. <laughs> you could. That'd be funny. Billy Jingles. Billy no. Jingles. Billy He's Jingles not- is not my lover. Oh. She's just a girl who Um like some jingle bells. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. 
<laughs> jingle jangle. Jingle jangle. Bojangles. Oh. Wow. So. Jingle jangle that was, the Bojangles. Jingle jangle the Bojangles? I said Bill Jingles. Bill Jingles? <laughs> is that is that the epitome of jingles? The Bill Jingles? I am Bill Jingles. <laughs> I jingle. <laughs> That's, <laughs> um, Santa's, That's Santa's cousin. <laughs> no, it's, it's Santa's substitute. Bill Jingles. <laughs> Bill Jingles, Santa. Well, you go. Bill Jingles, Santa's cousin. Uh, or no, Bill Jingles, Santa's brother. He didn't go oh. down the Santa sleigh. He went down uh, the uh, business route. He does route. his 401k. <laughs> right, he does his 401 sleigh. Uh, he goes down the business route. Uh, he is a successful businessman. Um, My he had some Jingles, Bill Jingles. <laughs> pioneering adventures. Uh, he, is, he is in what uh, Japanese culture would be a uh, a businessman. A um, uh, Oh, shoot. What do they call them now? No, um, businessman. It's like a nine <laughs> to five uh, worker. I forget. I forget what it, it's called, but there's a there's a, there's a um, a name for that type of salary man. Salary man. Yes, thank you. Uh, That's it. It's a salary Google. man. A salary Google. Man? Apparently, it's called a salary because they're typically salary workers, so they get like a oh. a salary instead of like a nine to uh, a um um hourly pay. That's they are seen as like you know very timid, uh, very by the book. Yeah, not so fun to be around. Oh, well. Yeah, you know, it's a thing. It, so it's it just seen as like this is Mister Boring, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I Mister Boring. Well, no, Mister Boring would ha- would be like Ben Stein, right? Hello, I am Mister Boring. I do <laughs> My boring name is things. Bill Jingle. <laughs> Bill Jingles. I know. Santa, you need to diversify your spell. <laughs> don't let my last name fool you. I am not jingly nor jangly. Don't let, don't let my last name fool you. I am a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm super exciting. Yes. Very. Now, if we could sit down and talk about your finances. I see you have a lot of purchases without receipts. Can we go over those, sir? <laughs> Santa. <laughs> you I need was, a look. <laughs> Santa told me to be here to talk to you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> I'm here to talk to you about your car's extended warranty. It's expiring, sir. So catch up. That was a that was a fun little side experiment of something. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't know either. But uh let's let's do a little catch up since uh you know, that's the first part of our show. Uh, Ed, what have you that been playing? Oh, uh, so let me let me just uh, dabble a little bit more in Need for Speed Unbound. It Ooh. is still a lot of fun. It is still a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, still I've got a review eventually coming out here. Hopefully it'll be done by this week. Uh I'm liking my time with the game. I still think Heat is the better game, but Unbound has a a cool art style and I like the city. Mm -hmm. I just, the story is not really doing it for me. And the acting is, if I could just take the story bits away (laughs) (laughs) and the, the voice acting away and just, just have it let me do the races. It'd be a it'd be I, a good racing game. It'd be a good um arcadey racing game. 
it'd be a good boring racing game if that <laughs> makes any sense. Okay. Uh, I just I just don't care for the characters that they've they've made, and I will say turning the music off has definitely helped uh the game's atmosphere in in um uh, in my in my thoughts. <laughs> hmm. But now some you know, people that, again that is not the music that I typically listen to, even though it it kind of feels fitting for the area. It's just I not while you're racing. It it See, doesn't I don't get the feeling. It doesn't elicit the feeling of like, yeah, let's go fast. Some some would say that's insane. Some would call you a monster. Uh you turn it off for everything. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's good music or not. You turn it off for everything. I do, and it's true. True. That is, is what aggravating. we call a monster. <laughs> See? Look. Hey, I don't turn even, it off in other people's own games. Spawn says. Well, I mean, that okay, if I'm if I'm you know, if I have issues, my spawn's certainly gonna have issues. So you can't take anything she says with, you know, any like any like real heart. It's always a grain of salt there because it's coming out of out of basically coming from me. So let's be real here. Yeah. And she's right. <laughs> but I don't turn off the music on other people's games. So if I'm playing with other people, I don't turn their music off. I only turn my game's music off. I don't know how you would. How I would what? <laughs> oh, you would turn other people's music off. Well, like if we're all playing on the the same console or whatever i'm not uh, going into the yeah i'm not going into the menu and turning it off yeah uh, okay good well anyway uh i like where the game's going i think it's still a little it's a little mixed up in what it wants to do in regards to the four disciplines uh because you still you've got drifting events you've got grip events you've got the um like basically police chase events mm-hmm but it doesn't really separate those out. When you get to a race spot, a race hub, it shows you what races are available at that location. And it it doesn't do a good job of making it very apparent up front what type of race it is. The best that it does is it has like a little icon in the corner and it it like I believe it writes out what the name is. But it doesn't like there's no distinction. Like there's no different colors to the thing. There's no different shapes or anything to the box. There's it just is like all it all blends together at a, at some point. So mm. you look at it at first glance, like okay, these are four races. Oh no, one of them was a race. One of them is a drift event, and the other one is a breakout event. Oh, uh, I I think that's what it's called a breakout event. If if you're not familiar. With this game's terminology of it, it's basically going through and trashing as much stuff as possible <laughs> and keeping up a drift combo. Mm, okay. So it's kind of kind of like the um, the the freestyle events in like Monster Jam or something where you're just doing stunts and getting points. But in laps with cars, I, I'm not a big fan of it. It's it's just do drifting, just do the grip, whatever. Hmm. But it's fine. 
Uh, like I said, I'll have a review coming out for that one. I have played some Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> and I think I like what they're going with. Now, I'm not reviewing the game, but I will be talking about it in future um, future episodes and maybe some end of the year stuff we might have planned. But I think it is a fun game that has its issues. I don't think <laughs> I don't think it is a $60, $70 game, but <laughs> the the best thing I can think of is like this is if this is what Sonic would be if it were a B tier game. And okay. It, and it shot for B tier. You know? Huh. If that was the goal, this is what that would be. Yeah. It is what they call open zone. So there are, I think there are like five zones all in total. And each zone is its own small open world map. And just like any other open world, like Assassin's Creed or like a Far Cry. You okay. go to these spots and it it's like a tower. It opens up uh, a vision of the map so that it, you can see on your map where you're at. And each one of these spots gives you a little challenge to do, which is different. It's neat. Some challenges are better than others. And some aren't even challenges. Some of them are just, okay, go, go here and run in a circle. You did it. <laughs> you did it. You did it. Um Yeah, I'm 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 in the second world right now and I'm having uh I'm I'm you know honestly having a blast playing it. Uh the each level is structured where you go through and you've got to save a specific character in each area. So the first area it's Amy Rose. Uh, Sonic's on again, off again girlfriend. Uh, the pink hedgehog, if you're not familiar. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You probably should. <laughs> Some people may not have. <laughs> the pink hedgehog who carries around a hammer. Yes. Yeah. Who and is so, it has been changed and like uh, as a, um, oh shoot, what do you call it? Uh, like the personality in so many, di- like she's a different personality in every game. Like one. Now this one, she's more. Like, as a sidekick to Sonic and Sonic's respective of her. Whereas, like, the initial first game she was in, uh-huh. which I believe is CD, Sonic CD. Yes. I believe so. uh, and in media after that, she was more of like the boy crazy, oh, you've got to be my boyfriend right. uh, type of character. Par- uh, parallel, uh, paralleling or even. Basically, very close to like psychotic or transfixed in. Uh, yeah, a, I wouldn't say psychotic, but definitely uh, transfixed yeah, on yeah. Sonic. I said psychotic and instantly realized that's not the term I was looking for. <laughs> 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 Just fixed over. Uh, what is it? not obsessive? That's the what I was sure. looking yeah. for. Obsessive. There. there. But the 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 game itself, you you have to collect these items throughout the map. There. They're not hidden collectibles and they're not quite collectibles. They're more so to get these items, you have to do a, a specific like task, a specific uh, goal. 
in these different little areas on the map. And sometimes it is just beating a, a certain enemy. Sometimes it's riding the rails and doing like typical Sonic stuff uh, in a combo or a pattern to reach the end. Uh-huh. Uh, sometimes it is just, you know, breaking a box. <laughs> you know, it, it different things will earn you these little collectibles that you'll go redeem to the character you're trying to save. And at the end of it, a large boss battle happens. Oh. And there's three, there are three technically tiers of enemies. There's your, your regular enemies, which are just easy enough to run around and fight. Then there are like stage enemies, which are these bigger um, elite enemies. Then they're, they, they kind of tower over Sonic. So it, it, they're big. Almost um, Shadow of the Colossus like. But the final enemy for each stage is definitely very Shadow of Colossus like because he is this big, menacing, giant dude <laughs> that you have to run up and bang him in the face. And then you eventually turn into supersonic and you're, you're, it's like a, it's this weird, like one on one, uh, Dragon Ball Z type of fight in uh-huh. the Budokai sense. The if what you've sense? ever played or seen those games where it's like over the shoulder, third person <laughs> and you're floating, you know, you're supersonic. Supersonic. But for what that game is, it, I'm having I'm having fun playing it. It's good. Uh, yeah, definitely get if you're looking at picking it up. I would pick it up on sale to feel better about your purchase. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, But it is quite fun to play. Then the last thing I've kind of been focusing on is going through my Violet play run or playthrough in Pokemon Violet. And for as much as people want to poo-poo the technical aspects of the game, <laughs> rightfully so, because that game does not perform well. There are times where it started to get really heavy on the frame rate, and I'd have to save, close the software, reopen the software, and it's, and it's fine again, because there's, there's a known memory leak in the game. So if you uh... play for way too long, you know, then it starts to crumble under its own weight. <laughs> oh. But that's an easy enough fix. You know, you just save, close it, open it back up. And right. it's one of the quicker uh, Switch games to load up. So it's not that, not too terrible. Hmm. But with all the technical aspects of this game, I've still put in close to about 50 hours. <laughs> and. I am just having a ton of fun going around, uh, adventuring, collecting, um, fighting the Pokemon. When I still kind of wish that the game gave you a quest log at the beginning, just so it's easier for you to figure out where you need to go next mm-hmm. and not having to ask the Nurse Joy quote unquote nurse joy whatever i don't think she has a name but 
the nurse at the yeah. uh, poke the poke center because you can go to her and you can ask her, "Hey, what do I? What should I do next?" And she'll put a marker on your map where the game thinks you should go. Yeah, that's one of those. That's actually why Des is having a hard time continuing the game because she's like, she's at the point and she's she's like very early on that I don't know what to do. There's there's yeah. no direction. So. My tip for you, and you can read this back to her or if she listens to this particular episode. So what you're saying is I need to force her to listen to this episode. Just I'm not saying just anything. putting a put it on all of her devices and have it play I, all the time. Every time she opens opens up any of her devices, it just starts playing. Gotcha. I'm not implying anything. Note taken. But you we'll take do. what information <laughs> from this as you will. <laughs> <laughs> there is no <laughs> No drawing this back to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> focus on one. And my suggestion is focus on the gym battles just because that's what you know. Once you start going to, let's say, the, you know, the first, the second gym, you'll notice the the team star battles and these Titan battle uh, battles are not too far from where you're at. Some of them, some of them are a little out of the way, but most of the time they're, they're fairly close to where the gyms are. So you'll find that you'll go to the gym and on your mini map, or even when you look at the world map, you'll see that like, Oh, Hey, this Titan battle is actually not too far. Let me go ahead and, you know, put a marker down and I'll go over there. Uh, I think what they could probably clean up on the map is when you put a marker down, maybe give you a like a waypoint or something to follow because there are roads in this game. But not all roads connect to each city, if that makes sense. Mm. So I like, know that. Well, I, I guess you, I should clarify. I think to the cities, yes. But to, let's say, the Team Star bases or the uh, Titan uh, matches, they're not always connected to a road or right off of a road. So that does require to move outside of the expected path but your your maridon or coridon can tackle that no problem you know there are i don't want to okay you know what it it's not a spoiler <laughs> to say that by doing the titans by completing those, you upgrade your ride Pokemon. So if you want to be able to traverse more of the map outside of the, the cities, because you should be able to get to all the cities without having to use uh, uh, your ride Pokemon's abilities. Mm -hmm. So if you want to upgrade 
your ride Pokemon to be able to traverse all of the land and get to all the different places much easier, you might want to go do those first. Mm. Plus, uh, the the big um, the big I guess meta right now uh, around the game online is that everybody once they reach the second or third uh, Titan battle. That's the only thing they focus on. There, there's a story reason. <laughs> you don't have to, <laughs> but there's a story reason. Everybody's like, oh, "Game, now you're now you've 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 made me want to do this." <laughs> <laughs> you you say that like you're blaming the game. <laughs> well, no, it's game, kind of, kind of, because the game. Boy. It it's compelling enough to be like, okay, I have to see this through now. <laughs> it's like you you've tied my hands behind my back. I guess I will go with you on this journey. <laughs> yeah. Uh and it, and it and it's a nice little payoff at the end. So the I I didn't do so much that first because of the story. The story was kind of like a little bonus to to get through. But being able to get all the traversal aspects of my ride Pokemon was definitely a bonus. Yeah. So that I can make short work of the travel to some of these uh, places. Now, when you visit a Poke, uh, a Pokemart or Poke, I, I forget what they call them. They might just call them Pokestops um, in the game. Whenever you visit one of those, it creates a fast travel point. Hmm. So you can just. Oh, hop right, back between right. everything. So the game really does a good job of trying not to make you go out into the open world and travel between places if you don't have to. Now, obviously, the initial getting to one of those places first is it's going to happen. You're going to have to <laughs> yeah. run or uh, ride out there. But that's also part of a Pokemon game is being able to uh, you know, go to these different travel in between these different cities to find new Pokemon, find these trainers to battle, you know, catch and earn money. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in previous games, you had HMs and those moves allowed you to like, let's say you got fly that allowed you to fast travel to the different cities you've already been to. Mm-hmm. So in this one, you get it right from the get go. You just have to travel to the individual cities first yeah that's cool so i will say i have gone through and i have beaten the elite four and i have beaten my rival already uh also i said 50 hours true (laughs) i mean that's that's not that much for a pokemon game diamond Maybe Brilliant Diamond Maybe uh, Shining Pearl. I checked my hours uh, on that one, and it was like 80 hours. Okay. Well. And that's with very little endgame stuff. So Maybe maybe it's because I only have like two hours in, and, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, ass- I'm assuming that the world has not continued as I have not continued. <laughs> <laughs> well, so there is a... There is an end game. And like I mentioned to you earlier, 
the person I'm fighting right now, um, that person wiped my whole team with their first Pokemon. Oh gosh. Right. <laughs> You're telling me about that. So this this Pokemon is um version exclusive. And I believe this battle is version exclusive. So uh Scarlet's gonna have a different battle than Violet does. Mm-hmm. And actually based off of what I know so far about the story in Violet, I am really curious as to how they play this out in Scarlet. Because hmm. just how different it can or could be. So I might, yes. I might go watch a playthrough or next time I'm up, I might watch somebody play the Scarlet version. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, th- this particular Pokemon had a high tier electric move it had a high tier fire move a high tier ground move oh gosh and it had a high tier um oh why am i fire move did i wait did i already say fire uh i think so well it had the four moves it had were like high you know the oh poison poison that was the other one Poison, fire, electric, ground. Oh, gosh. Unfortunately, everyone in my team at least was weak, two times weak to one of those. (laughs) (laughs) So no matter who I threw out there, that Pokemon's like, yo, dog, (laughs) it's time to go home. Uh, So now I got to go and rethink my strategy. But the the elite four battle was something uh normally in the elite four uh it's elite four then the rival and it's just straight through there's no like healing in between or anything but this one it's the elite four and then it's the boss of the elite four but they heal you and then after that, your rival. Huh. But you get to like explore the world and everything before you can do that if you want to, or you can just go straight into it. Huh. That's, That's pretty cool. And Weird. So you can heal and everything, right? If you wanted to, which I don't think takes away from the difficulty at all. But well, others would disagree. But I, those are there's always going to be people that are upset oh, yeah, about the, anything that you do. Yeah. Like in the early games, you know, it's five technically. It's four in your rival. Yeah. And it was hard enough. Uh, especially you get to the end, it's like, well, now my Pokemon had just barely survived the fourth person. And oops, <laughs> there's my rival. Yep. It's like, oh, great. Yay. <laughs> but it, I do, I did appreciate being able to rest up and not having to go through as many revives and, uh, potions to get my pokemon back to where they should be so that i could fight the next person uh the the you know the the main boss character and your rival do tend to be harder battles so you know it it kind of made up for it a little bit that's cool but i am i'm really enjoying my time i really find this to be one of my favorite pokemon games in a in a long time like 
obviously OG red and like fire red, all that, uh, leaf green, uh, blue. <laughs> Those guys were like near my top just because they're the first I was introduced to. Then like Arceus is a really good one. It it definitely expands upon the whole open world aspect and like just being able to go out there and hunt Pokemon. And even with its technical shortcomings, I I do think I prefer Scarlet and Violet to any recent um, or any the Pokemon releases after Red and Blue. It is a really fun uh, method of play just to go explore this open world and. You know, it it feels like a 3D version of those original games. Mm-hmm. You're just going out there and traveling to get to each city. Wow. To, to the point where it's like the old games, you'd run in random areas and find like a trainer out there to battle. And be like, hey, what are you doing out here? This is a little bit off the ba- beaten path. Whereas in this game, you go way off the beaten path to go find like hidden items or maybe different, uh, you know, Terra's Terra Pokemon or something, and you find a trainer out there. It's like, what the heck are you doing out here? This is like two two hundred miles away from the next closest city. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that that's all I've been um been doing, and I I am tempted to. Not tempted. I I know I am. <laughs> we'll be tem- playing some more Pokemon <laughs> uh, later today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still trying to think what I want to play later today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Well, what have you been playing then, Genevieve? Because I see that's that's kind of Ed's Uncle Ed's list there. Oh, oh my gosh, he took like 25 minutes just to say three games. My gosh. Because uh, of three good games. Sick burn? <laughs> okay. Um so, so what are you what are you been playing, Genevieve? What you I've got? been playing um Genshin Impact because my oh, friends Genshin. have been playing it and they were like, you know what, you should get it. It's really fun. And I was like, you know what? Sure, I'll try it. And <laughs> I'm in love with it. So what you played it on? (laughs) On mobile. Okay. I also have it on my computer, but I haven't played it on my computer yet. So and it's on the PS5 too, because I have it. I put I put it on the PS5 because I knew you and Keegan (laughs) would probably like it, and you guys did not try it. Wait, you have it on the PS? Uh huh. Oh. Well. So are you able to play crossplay? Or does it have to be on the same uh, platform? Yeah, platform. I that I don't, don't know. know actually. Like you talk, you asking like if um you can like transfer saves. No cross, not cross or save. cross play. Although that would probably be interesting too. Yeah. Uh, but I mean like cross play because can't you play with other people in Genshin? I'm pretty like, sure. Like can't you team up? I like, think I'm so. Pretty yeah. sure, yeah. But I don't know. If yeah, you it can is cross play. It says uh, Google it. Uh, it says so. Is Genshin Impact Impact cross wait cross platform? Uh, you can play Genshin Impact against friends, regardless of if they're Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, PC, mobile. Okay, yep, it extends go. to mobile. 
Okay. So yeah, it just depends on okay. the controller that you prefer using then at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the question I have is, is it cross save? Save. I would have to imagine it's cross save yeah. if you're able to play. Because at that point it tells me that they have a, a login server to be able to talk to all the different consoles like that. Uh-huh. So if they have a login server, most likely they also have a cloud save of your save. Yeah. Well, apparently prior to version 2.0, cross save wasn't available on the PlayStation, but that has changed. Well, there you go. Okay. So it is a it is an ability. So Genevieve, if you wanted to, it sounds like you could play, you know, play on your phone. And then if you wanted to go to your PC for some reason or, you know, your switch, your switch or, your, or the or PlayStation. Yeah, it looks like there is a login to be able to do that. So I can, we can. Now, have they up. released a version for the TI-83? What? Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> what about the well, Apple Watch? Right. Oh, gosh. Do, what, do, do schools still have a requirement for TI-83 calculators? I think it's an 86 now. Uh, I think because Keegan had to do it. And, I don't know, but... Genevieve, you don't have to have a TI-80, but Texas, those graphing calculators? Oh, I don't, we, we weren't, we, we didn't need calculators. You didn't need the graphing calculators? No. Okay. Yeah, because Genevieve is, so you're middle school, so that's when we would have had ours, right, Ed? I think it was an 82 was required in middle school. Yeah, well, for you, it would have been 83. Mine, Mine was an 83, was, yeah. Mine at first was an 82 in middle school, and I it was sixth grade, I think. Uh, a TI 82 was needed, and then like the year after, they changed to everybody needs a TI 83. Uh, and then it was like TI 83 plus. Well, then I had to get in high school, I had to get the 84, which is actually the one I gave to Keegan, uh, but I had to get the TI 84 plus in high oh, school. God. Oh, God. Uh, because the 83 plus. Did not do everything the 84 could, and that's what the teachers were teaching with. Right. And you couldn't go out and get, or you could, but you wouldn't be able to follow along with the lesson plan. You could go out and get like a Casio one or a different brand. Yes. Which would be cheaper, but do all the same stuff. But But because because it's a different, you know, different operating system, uh you know, basically. When the teacher goes and tells you, okay, this is how you do it. Hit this, you know, hit second and then this. And they're like, but my, that Mine button doesn't, doesn't do have that. like, okay, well then you need to look for this symbol. Like, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And to the point where the teacher's like, well, if you don't have one, then you can't pass my class. Basically that it, Which, it did get to that point where the teacher was like, I'm not dealing with another company. I'm, I'm, I'm not dealing with having to figure that out. Which you have to boy, have a TI. You know, that sucks for the parents, the family, when it's like, okay, we can't afford this expensive text instrument one because they jack up the price because it's like the one that has to be used. Even though this Casio is like $100 less, Mm -hmm. does everything the same, you refuse to teach my kid on that unit right there. Yep. I think I have to spend more money. Yeah, because like it was originally like 130 bucks or something. Like it was over a hundred dollars um, when it, when the TI 82 came out. And I remember the 83 when we got the 83 for me. 
or yeah, no, it was the 84. When we got the 84 for me, that's the one I gave to Keegan. Um, that was like a hundred dollars. Like that was that base. Okay, it's a hundred dollars for the TI, but the Casio was like thirty dollars cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> and Genevieve's like, what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. I've I've just seen calculators. Yeah, that's a, and I even, didn't even think about that, but we haven't bought you a calculator. But like, I guess they use the calculator on the computer. Um, Cause there's we don't use calculators like at all. Really? She Do you might any kind of graphing? We don't. To... No, we don't use calculators at all. Like, like. Yeah, she no she way. might not be in the math class that requires the graphing portion of the calculator yet. Yeah. Sixth grade. I thought you would be by then. Well, you know, <laughs> you'll get there. <laughs> Trust uh, me, you'll get there. I guess. <laughs> Anyway, continue. Sorry, that was a, that was a tangent. Yeah. So, what what do you? Th- you're new to Genshin Impact. So, what do you what do you think of it? Like, what do you do in it? I only know that it's a very popular uh, game amongst people with anime characters. <laughs> um, it's kind. I guess it's kind of like Sonic Frontiers. Like how you said it was kind of open world. Uh huh. And you can cook in it. Um, so far I have three characters. Can you fish? Uh, I actually don't know. Oh. Sounds like a game you could be able to fish. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, at first you have to, like, break temples. <laughs> and... Uh, what is, what does it consist of when you say break a temple? Like, go through a temple thing of, like, gods. Okay. And then, like battle enemies to get to like a stone or whatever and you like break it or something that you can leave. Okay. So to do that, what is the combat like? Like what what buttons are you pressing to attack people? Um <laughs> well, um on the left it's a joystick that you can move around with and then on the right mm-hmm. there's like if you have um someone who has a bow, you can press like a bow button or whatever that makes it aim and then okay it shoots it as so there's some ranged attack <laughs> and then um there's like specials so like if you you uh but they uh what is it called they have to cool down or whatever okay so there's a cool down on your your heavier attacks your special attack yeah and so that way you can't sit there and spam them the whole time and go special attack special attack special <laughs> yeah attack. <laughs> i mean the first special attack you get it's like a three second cooldown which i really like because my character is at like level 15 and that attack uh-huh. does pretty much a lot of damage so at being at level 15 and having that do a, a lot of damage to something and only a three second cooldown is actually really good yeah that's not too bad I whenever I run into a game that has cooldowns, like let's say a Diablo or something, um, I don't I don't like the ones that are like really powerful, but then have a really long cooldown. Yeah, because like forty five like, seconds or something. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm not going to use this because there's never going to be a time that I'm going to remember it's ready to to uh-huh. be used. Yeah, I'll use it once, and then like I'll go through wait for it to, to charge back up and go to use it again. Oh no, it's still not charged. <laughs> so 
usually those I end up just forgetting and just, no, it's too long. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I've kind of explained all that I know about Genshin. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you able to create your own character or are they like pre-made characters? Um, they're the first one you get to choose if you want to be a boy or a girl. And okay. then, so they're brother and sister. Gotcha. And then the other one that you don't choose gets lost in a void or something. Oh, is that the whole reason you're playing the game is to uh, save them? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And, but you get to choose your you get to choose your own name, but you don't get to choose uh your name the the name for the other players that you capture or whatever, like join that join your team there. Right. <laughs> Saying capture makes it sound weird. So you named your character Gwenevy Tootsmagoots? No, I named it Vivey. <laughs> oh. Vive Tootsmagoots. No. <sighs> oh my god. <laughs> Tootsie McGee. Stop. Artsy Sinclair? Oh god. I, I give up. I, I, I give up. <laughs> uh, are you able to change outfits or anything? Or is it you pretty much like your outfit is your 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 stats um, um are you can you collect stuff is like is there loot um yes there are chests that you can open that are like in random places sometimes and then there's like special chests in special places and you okay. can change your clothes but it's only like a like a full set of clothes so you can't just change your shirt or just change your pants or just change your headpiece or something it's like okay it's like either have like um, this set of clothing that's all red and black, or this set of clothing that's red, black, and white, and it almost looks the same, but it has white in it instead of black for this part or something. So it's just like a color change. Yeah. And Are there actual new, like outfits that are like totally they look different, or is it all just different colors? Um, I, I'm pretty sure that they look different. So like, like. Like, this one has, like, a belt or something to hold something. And then okay. this one doesn't have a belt, but it has an arm arm pads on it or something. Like, oh, okay. Some of them are a little different than others. Yeah. All right, and you're having, you're having fun with it, though. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, my next game is uh-huh. Wordscapes. Wordscapes. Yeah, Wordscapes. Um, Well, this Wordscapes, it's like the um, word search one, not the one where it has a circle on the bottom. Oh, okay. Make the words out of the letters. This was like just a word search game, basically. Gotcha. Okay, so it is different then. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Word. Okay. So the Wordscapes I'm familiar with is like they give you four letters in a circle and you've got to make as many words with those four letters. Yeah, it's not that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they they have the same name, but it's not the same game. Well, that's not confusing at all. Yeah, and the thing is, it's made <laughs> by the same company, I'm pretty sure. Oh, even better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's okay. So, it, it's a mobile game, and it's literally just a word find game. <laughs> Alright, I mean, it it's been a 
your let me guess like your little time waster game in between other games when you can't really get to like Genshin or you know anything on like the PlayStation because your dad's hogging it up with God of War. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> well, hot and hot. Hot and a high yeah, and I keep Well, that's like really it, but like you can okay. get like some trophies in Wordscapes, but and like change your profile or something, but that's like really it. It's really just a right. like a crosswords kind of time yeah. wasting game. Crosswords or word search? Well, I'm sorry, word, word search. search, not crosswords. Okay. I apologize. Yeah, crosswords. Have some missing blocks in it. Uh, word search is just a square or a rectangle of letters. Right. <laughs> you are. I not prefer word search over crosswords. Yeah, definitely. Um, but sometimes crosswords can be fun as as long as I'm aware of what the topic is that they're going with. Yeah. I don't. I like crosswords. I probably like crosswords better. Uh, but they're they're like kind of equally. Yeah. Uh, if I'm in the mood for one, I'm in the mood for the other kind of thing. Uh, sure. Sure. I mean, if we're talking about puzzles, then like, I gotta say, from, if, well, if we're talking about puzzles, <laughs> then uh-huh. I'd say my first favorite would be word searches, then it would be, um, Logic puzzles, and then it would be crosswords. Now, when you say logic puzzles, do you mean logic puzzles like a uh, Sudoku or like a um uh? What am I like drawing the ones, in a blank? Like the one that looks like an upside down L, like with the three boxes, and then you have to like make the three boxes of boxes. That's like Millie's appointment is after three, but before. Seven, and but uh, oh, okay. Kim's, so an actual yeah. okay, okay. I know what you're talking about. So none, none, none of what I was talking about, like Sudoku or the um, uh, Picross. This is Picross. Trying to think. Uh, so not not something like those, but yeah. more like uh, yeah. It, it's like a what you would find on like an SAT. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, all right. And uh, another game I've been playing is a little bit of just regular Minecraft. Always good to jump back into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, then, just, we got to get back into the, I guess maybe find some more mods. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I've, oh, <clears throat> I mean, Minecraft's one of our good games to jump into when there's... Nothing there. A lull in release <laughs> games that we each enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right now, we're not at that point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this part of the year is usually full of like different games because everybody decides, hey, let's release it around the holidays so that people can buy it for Christmas. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I've just, it's just regular Minecraft, good old survival Vanilla. and creative. Survival. Um, I've been playing some Slime Rancher 2. <gasps> yes. How you've you've probably played a little more than mommy has. How did you how are you liking that? 
I am loving how cute all the new slimes are. <laughs> Especially the bunnies. The bunny slimes, them. yes. I love them. They're so good. And don't let them eat your pink slimes. They oh, did you not? Big, and I forgot about that when I was. Oh, don't when don't I... they become like angry if they eat too much of like so a slime no, or something? They um when they eat the uh pink floor, well, whatever they eat the, well, yeah, it is a pink floor. Right. If um, it's a floor, so if they eat. Poo. Poo? Yeah, if poo. they eat, if they eat, <laughs> if one of the slimes eats one of another type of slimes plort, it's a it's a hybrid of both. Yeah. But right. if that hybrid then eats another plort, it becomes a. I can't remember. An it, angry plort. Angry. A tar, right? I think it's called a tar. Is that what you said, Genevieve? Yeah. Yeah, I think I, it becomes a tar. I don't have you could turn that off. On, so I'm good. Oh, okay. Okay. So. So what I happens when they eat that. it? Um. They just stay the same, I guess. Oh, okay. They just give you a big dumb face and go, yummy! <laughs> no. <laughs> yummy in my tummy. It's all yummy. Um, they've added definitely more slimes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As you'd probably think. Um, As one would do. <laughs> As one does. And there's not much different things, but you get spawned on like a rainbow island or something. Oh yeah, that's what yeah, it's, it's called. A new, yeah, you it's have a to new explore island. it, and you and you find it abandoned. Um, slime lab. Oh. So. Yeah. And it has yeah, like, you like start with, you start with a lot more in in the game, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you start off with like everything that you need. <laughs> well, that's cool. So it kind of just picks up where you left off with the old game, almost. And just go, cruise and go. Yeah. Go no. find new slimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Alright, so that's what you've been been up to? Um. Oh, you I've got more? Also, like, one more game. Okay. One more. I've been playing... Played up, played up with family, yeah. which <laughs> is not surprising. <laughs> Listen, your mom also, loves that game. It is a great game. <laughs> it is. It's a very good game. I yes. want more content. I want more customization. Uh, yes, I, I, I just want more, and not like it's the thing is like I want more, but it's not like they're not providing it. Like it's not. Yeah. You mean it's it's not like just it's not enough my, air. It's just it's I, just my dumb brain. Right, that's I want to like, consume. I more. need more new. Gimme, gimme. Yeah, um, it's appara- not their fault in any way. No, no. Apparently, I mean, so that kind of leads into something I wanted to talk about a little bit, which was like upcoming DLCs that I've been looking at, right? Uh, or DLCs in general. So they did do the turkey update. Yeah. There is, they have said there will be a um, holiday mm-hmm. like Christmas one. <gasps> And just keep an eye out. Oh, okay. Well, that, that, that they've was got like two weeks. <laughs> that was yesterday. Because uh, apparently they're part of the Jingle Jam, which was. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Jamie might not know, but Jingle Jam is like they did this uh, streaming, a stream thing. And then like if you buy the pack or something or donate, you get like 80 plus games. And the donation cool. goes to, I think, a kid's 
probably like Ooh. Children's Hospital or like yeah. one of the um, uh, Children's Miracle somethings or, you know, one of yeah. those charities yeah. that are game oriented, but help uh, with children's like, you know, medical needs. Yep. Uh, oh, it'll raise money for 12 important charities. You can learn more about it at Jingle Jam dot. Oh, Tilt Tiffy. Tilt Tiffy. Tilt Iffy. <laughs> T-I-L-T-I-L-T-I-F-Y. Tiltiffy.com. Um, but yeah. Uh so they're part of that, and like, you know, you get that bundle um if you don't uh, if you donate, but they said keep your eyes on Discord and Steam community for details on the holiday update, which is set to be the most exciting update. Oh, oh I hope there's new costumes, well, and not just hats. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I was gonna say. On the picture here in Steam, it shows a uh, person at the table with a elf hat. So <gasps> okay, so elf hat. That's that's different. Cookie elf. <gasps> I mean, what if they add cookies? <gasps> like you oh, can be a cookie to cook? or you make cookies. Like make cookies. I mean both. Wait, is, <laughs> is there not? Oh, gosh. I thought there was. I thought you cookies. Could make, like, I don't know. Sugar cookies. Can you make sugar cookies? We haven't gotten so. that far. I don't think because we keep playing on too many different accounts. <laughs> I mean that's also true. <laughs> that's also true. <laughs> Just hey, let's use your account today. Okay. Um, I do want to note what was it? The Turkey Day update. I didn't know this, but apparently that boosted the dishwasher's effective rate. It's fifteen second. It's five seconds faster than it used to be. Really? Hmm. Yeah. The dishwasher now works at fifteen second. Or yeah, instead of fifteen seconds, it's ten seconds now. So it is actually faster. Boy, it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> right? It certainly does not. Um, but I mean, 10 seconds when you're waiting for it does seem like forever. Yeah, it does seem like an eternity. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, um, I'm done. Yeah. So Dad can talk about his games that he's been doing. All right. Well, I'll go fairly quick. Um, Great. God of okay, War. topic for today. Topic for today. <laughs> God of War. That's the topic. Um, I finished it. I beat it. I good beat the job. game. Uh, the um, yeah, good me. Pat on Slow the back. clap. Slow clap. Just so everyone knows, Slow. I beat that game. Um, you know, it's a good game. Honestly, I like it. It was fun. Uh, it'll now go into the throes of never to be picked up or played again. <laughs> That's um, also because you platinum a bit too, right? Yeah. So it is a game that I I platinum it. Platinum. 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 That I got the highest trophy <laughs> in it. The platinum trophy. Um, which I don't do trophies. It just happened that like I was, I finished the game. I did all these, you know, the side quests and all that stuff. And, uh, I got a trophy for s completing a hundred percent of, um, uh, like the map or whatever, like yeah, at the end of the game. And I was like, oh, all right, well, how many trophies are there? And I looked and I was missing one. Uh. <laughs> so might as well. I'm like, I might as well. And I literally said, I might as well. And I said this out loud. I went, I might as well. As long as it's not stupid. <laughs> so there was always that chance if it was stupid, I wasn't going to get the platinum. Uh, and it was literally, it was just upgrade one piece of, one um, set of armor fully. Oh, I'm like, well, that's okay, that's, bad. yeah, that's not big deal. So I did that I and got know. a platinum. I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but I platinum uh, Gotham Knights. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I don't think you mentioned it, but yeah. Yeah, I platinum that one. So that one's all done. But the day I platinum, platinumed it, 
I noticed they added uh, trophies for the expansion for the four-player co-op. Mm. So, yes, it's a platinum, but no, it's not complete. So I'm like, I'll come back to this later. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm done right now. <laughs> I want to play other games. <laughs> I need to do so. And I did the same thing with God of War. It's like, I've got to finish this because I want to try. I want to play the next game I'm going to talk about. Marvel Midnight Suns because I I, I want to see if I'll like it. And right. I started it today. I played probably about an hour ish. Um, and all it okay. So all it makes me want is another Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I can see that because I can see that. I don't mind. I don't mind the um graphics the the aesthetic. Um, a lot of people. I'm hearing online, not a lot of people. I'm hearing online there's a lot of like, it reminds me of The Sims, like that kind of like look. But I'm okay with that. I don't necessarily need hyper realistic. Like, I don't need the Avengers hyper realistic, <laughs> you know, kind of look. Um, but I don't like, I don't like the uh, role playing XCOM and I don't like the cards. So for people that haven't played the game, it's basically an XCOM game where it's uh, RPG, uh, I mean, uh, uh, turn-based, um, where, like, you know, you do, your team goes, then their team goes, and if there's, like, if someone is faster, you know, they'll go faster kind of thing. Uh, and you do moves, you can move each character, can physically move on the, the board, quote-unquote board, play area, one time per turn. And then your attacks are not, like, you know, not like Pokemon where you pick, do this attack, do this attack, do this attack. They're right. based on what five cards you drew for that turn. So uh, you can do, apparently, in my case, you could do three. You could play three cards per turn out of five. And then when you go to your next turn, you draw three more cards and that fills out your five cards, whatever. Right. Um, I like I don't mind that too much but I that's one of those like if I'm going to do that I'm going to I want to I'll play like um, legendary <laughs> yeah or, I was about to say it sounds like very much like a legendary uh, you know uh, magic the gathering type of system where it's like it's just the card game but with a visual representation of what's happening right and and to a degree, because like it's it's the card game with a visual representation, but it's also XCOM in positioning. So if you have a card, like one of the cards that I have for Doctor Strange that you start out with is like a knockback card where you literally push the enemy back. And if they go backwards into someone, that person also gets damaged. Right. Right. Or if they hit a wall, it's damaging. But it also it all depends on where Doctor Strange is standing. So if I'm standing to the right of someone and I want to hit that person that's in front of me and the person to their right, I actually need to move Doctor Strange to that person's left so that it's like in line. So like, see. you do have to actually position. You have to be kind of cognizant of your positioning for your characters for some of the moves, right? Um, so I get it, but like I said, all that, all it really does is make me want 
another Ultimate Alliance where I can drop the XCOM board game feel and drop the, <laughs> or not even board game, the, um, what was it called? Uh, Warhammer, uh, that Warhammer feel where there's like a, there's a, uh, a play field and, you know, you can, this attack is, uh, can, you can shoot up at 12 blocks away or right. line of sight. So you got to measure it and see, can I see that person? Like that kind of feel, get rid of that and get rid of cards and just put in the, you know, open worldness or not open world, it's the, uh, you know, live action. And let me just play that game with that story in live action. <laughs> yeah, like I was, I was like, before this game came out with the information that it's got cards in it, I was kind of looking forward to it, but you know, not like the, the whole story aspect of the midnight suns and like these black and gold costumes and how they, they featured yeah. those very heavily in the marketing turned me off a lot. It's like, I don't, I don't like these designs. Yeah. Um, but I was still kind of, hopeful that the gameplay would be very XCOM like because it is from, you know, Fire Axis, uh, Fur Axis. Fur Axis. And yeah. those are the XCOM guys. And I like those XCOM games. But <laughs> when they said, oh, it's going to be cards, my interest just dropped like a rock. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> it's, it's not terrible. And again, I've only like an hour in, so I'm going to give it some more time. It's not terrible. And I can certainly see. It, it, it's a well-made game uh, when it comes to those strategies and whatnot. Oh, sure. It is just not the, the two things that are keep that I don't like are really keeping me from liking it. <laughs> like it, it's well, not the story and it's not the graph, the, the, the aesthetics that keep me from liking the game. It, it is the, the mechanics of the game that is keeping me from liking it. Like I'm going to go back into it, uh-huh. not because I really want to play it, but I want to give it the, the due the time you know the, the it's due give it time to show me that i don't like it <laughs> right <laughs> right Call to really to, yawn there. <laughs> <laughs> to really solidify um i'm so i'm so entertaining uncle ed johnning um to really oh, solidify yeah keep playing did i mention that i didn't go to bed till about two in the morning last night playing pokemon <laughs> <laughs> i was watching someone play poke no i was watching jeremy dooley play uh and Cat Dooley played Minecraft till like one in the morning. But ah, yeah, like I said, I'll get back into it just just to really solidify that. Maybe, you know, OK, I don't like the mechanics of this. Um, But other than those two games, that's all I've actually been play that I played uh, and then played up with Dez, um, which, you know, that's always fun. Just you it know, is. It play is a always few. good to hop in on those. Yeah. Um. But I've been looking at some uh, DLCs, so either upcoming DLCs or DLCs that I didn't know was already out that I want to play or right. try. Uh, one is Power Washer Simulator. Apparently, they've got a DLC. Um, I think coming out. Uh, eventually, uh, they were supposed okay. to announce something on the sixth, and it didn't. Oh, it didn't they, happen. They couldn't announce it. Um. But it says that this new DLC, which I think it's free. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, <laughs> but it's got like a new mini campaign that has like five new levels and vehicles. Among some other things um, added to it. So I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. 
Oh, all right. Uh, and then Tabletop Simulator now has um, Discord implementation. So, yeah. like, what what does that mean for so Tabletop Simulator, though? What I was reading is it seems like it's now you can invite someone that is in your Discord to play from Discord, um, or you can join in on someone who is playing Tabletop Simulator. Um, so it's the communi- it's the connection, but I don't believe it's audio. Like it's not like audio within the game okay. to use like Discord. Um, and then like if you've got like a play up, uh, like a general like a uh, a pa- uh, what do you call it um, password or a pin code to join the t- the table at table in tabletop, it'll automatically do it without you having to like give them that information. So it'll like slide you in with someone else that's playing on a one single one button click. So that's, that's pretty nifty. I mean, there's actually a lot of stuff that they did with that update that I can't, you know, just a crap ton of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last one that I saw that I'm, I want to get into is model builder simulator. Okay. They have the Witcher and cyberpunk models. Huh. Huh. All right. I still need to. I have that because I bought it. <laughs> I yeah, still so, have yet to hop into it to try it. <laughs> and I am playing it um, from your. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a the I don't think it's free. I think it is a paid DLC. Um, yeah, it's like five bucks. Oh, but OK. It does have. um. Models like Siri and some other ones. Um, and it's got also cyberpunk models. Like it's got Keanu Reeves character. I forget what his character's name. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm drawing a blank on it. Too. Johnny. I keep hearing everybody talk about it. but Johnny. Oh, Johnny Silverhand. Yeah, Johnny Silverhand. That's it. Um, so. And the, I mean, these little teeny models. It, for five bucks, you get Geralt. Jennifer, Siri, and then Siri and Kitsune uh, model. And you get Johnny and Alt as a model. So five models for five bucks. That's not bad. No, that's not bad at all. No. Not bad. No bad. So that's about it for me. (laughs) Um, You know. Yeah. So we can can go, I guess we can go head on into our topic of... Uh, educational video games. So okay. here's the thing I was thinking, right? Educational video games. Uncle Ed. Yes, that's me. Back in our day, educational video games. They were like number munchers, right? Uh, yeah. Like, you know, figure out which one's the... Um, which is the larger number? Which is the smaller number? And they, you know, what is it? The there was a frac the frog fractor fractions game. Um, frog fractions, yes. I think it was frog fractions. Yeah, uh, those are like our educational games, right? They were they were very basic and they were kind of fun, but it was just basically do the math or do the I you know the thing is usually math with a little bit of some sort of animation to it, just to make it not so tedious. But I know that Genevieve, the educational games that you play are far more in depth. I'd like to hear some like 
some of the games that you've played that you play on your own. So you'll also play some of these games outside <laughs> of school. Yeah. Um. So the one that I probably play the most is a game called Prodigy. And it's a math game where you have, um, I think it's like six or seven different islands. We have to get gems because the puppet master stole all of them. So you have to get them back to regain power. But the puppet master, since he's a puppet master, he is controlling other animals and stuff. Mm -hmm. And making them fight you. So you have to fight them to get tasks tasks done and then like it's just a really good like it's a story <laughs> okay like, each island has its own little story because there's like an ice place a lava like volcano like really hot place a forest there's um like like a place in the sky there's like pirate ships in one of them it's oh, all right yeah like water and then like every day there's the a titan and it's in different it's on the different islands each day but the thing is even if you go to that island if you don't want to fight the beast then you can just finish on like you can just like keep doing um the tasks that you need to do on that island or whatever. And you don't have to fight him, but you can if you want to. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and it's... Yeah. So, I mean, it sounds more, way more in-depth than... <laughs> um, number munchers? <laughs> yeah, number I mean, like, the most in-depth educational game that I played growing up was like uh Oregon Trail or maybe even like Math Blasters or something like that. <laughs> right. Because like I was watching, you know, watch Genevieve so uh, during, you know, when they were doing um uh schooling from home, this a lot of schools did uh prodigy um for like for their math skills and stuff like that. Um uh -huh. they could do at home. And I was watching her play it and I'm like, what is this? She's telling me a little bit about it, and I'm watching it. It's it's an RPG or um uh, a, a turn based kind of game. I was like RPG, what? Yeah, not RPG, a turn based kind of game, and it it's very similar to it reminded me of like the older um, Final Fantasy look because it's like kind of like side scrolly esque, and you had you know you could do certain moves, but to get those moves, you had to do the math question right or. That kind of thing. So it's like it mm -hmm. mixes it and does it in a way that, you know, I mean, it's not like they're hiding math by any means. It's very upfront that, you know, it is a math educational game, but there is there's there's a story. There's a legitimate story to it. Mm -hmm. um, and so she was doing that. And then she actually got Maris uh, playing it a little bit. Granted, Ooh. someone has to be there <laughs> to, to help, help Maris. Her read because she can't read it that read the right. words mm -hmm. uh, which is one of those things that i've noticed with some of those educational video games um like osmo is another one that um uncle ed actually got for for maris yes. she <laughs> it's great oh she loves it um uh, mm -hmm. and it's great because they read they 
they do what a lot of other educational games don't do right now is that they'll read what's on the screen. So if someone's talking or a description of what needs to happen, they'll, it, it, there's dialogue, uh, voice acting to say what's happening. So now the, the parent, which is typically, um, we're typically watching her play and helping her, but they don't have to read everything that's on the screen for the, for the child. Um, it, it'll help. They can then play it on their own if they wanted to, or um, they can, you know, follow along, right? Which, perfect. <laughs> right, because that not just, I mean, it's it, that one is, the Osmo one she has is a math one, which she really likes, and then there's actually a, a basic programming coding one that, Genevieve, I know you were, you were playing with her for a little, with her, and helping her on that, right? Mm-hmm. So, now that one she seems, when, when I was, uh, you know, messing around with it with her, um, she just like putting the different colors and having the different <laughs> sounds go yeah. together. But yeah. that's something where if she picks up on it, she'll understand, and that'll be seeded into her mind if she ever does take like let's say a coding class or something. Yeah, you and know, that'll be back there. It's like, oh, I know how this sentence structure is supposed to work, and that's that's the key. So, so for people that don't really that don't know about Osmo. Uh, it it's actually works with uh, tablets and it's a little mirror. It's got like a mirror that sits on the top of the tablet and it looks at the table on uh, that you're u- sitting on and it's constantly looking at that table. So like there's these um, like the coding one, it's got like little magnet tiles right. that say like, you know, move left, move right, move up, move down, jump, that kind of thing. So what this whole thing does is that on the screen, there's like a little creature or something and you're on a map, like a a grid map, and you want it to move to some location and jump over a river, you'll place the tiles down to do that. So move up one, move up one, move right one, move up one, move right one, jump, move down one. And you put it in that code and you link them together and then you hit run and then it does that. It does that, um, whatever that code is. So it's not teaching like the language. It's just teaching, like Ed said, the structure of the sentence and how to do it and what that means, which is probably the single hardest thing, I think, in coding, in general coding, not just the language of, but in coding is like to understand, you know, A to B to B to C to C to D, like the, this is what's happening and this is the loop that's happening or the non-loop that's happening. Um, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. But so, I mean, like, and that Osmo, um, it's got different, you know, obviously it's like one of those, here's the razor blade or here's the razor. Now buy all the blades. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's got different games uh, that you can buy as a packs uh, add on. Different things. I mean, there's even like a, uh, an art one for coloring and drawing and yeah. it it is interesting what all that little thing can do mm-hmm. well and it's it's main thing is because it is uh, it's using the camera to um, see what's going on on the the table well, so the camera's being only, reflected down not only that it's using uh AR. within the the you know, the little things to, I have to assume it's, it's talking somewhat 
to the iPad because those little guys, you know, when they, the, the moment they click together is the moment that. Oh, it recognizes. The, it recognizes it. Yeah. Because you could have them just like a hair apart and it, it won't pick it up. The moment they touch. Oh, yep. We got it. So right. there's there's something else going on there other than the camera. I have to assume. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I'm actually on their website right now, and I check. We are going to their the store. They have math, reading, coding, and imaginative play. And when you go to reading, you scroll down a little bit. There's a uh, a thing from Lavar Burton, innovative and educational as it is fun. Osmo hey. Chief Reading Officer. So he has some stake in this in some way. Mr. Reading Rainbow. Chief Reading Officer, whatever that means. But, uh, you know, Reading Rainbow, the king of Reading Rainbow. Right. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's just, I just find it very unique. The the big differences in how games have changed for educational purposes. Like the games that you, Genevieve, are playing are far more intricate than the attempts that we had. Very, very much so. Um, I mean, to the point it's like, it's a no brainer. It's like, wow, you got, you have games. We, we had the multiplication table dressed up as (laughs) a little frog. (laughs) Right. Exactly. We didn't really have a game. We had the, um, let's find a way to make it so kids actually don't realize that they're playing a, that they're playing, you know, learning math. Like, that's what I think is the, the biggest difference between these games is that what we had was how do we hide it that you're that you're not playing a game, you're, you're learning. Yeah. Versus like, like hmm? the Oregon Trail was one of those where it was more game than education, even though it had education in there. But mo- a lot of kids wanted to play that one because it was actually fun. <laughs> right. It was a game. So yeah. That's the one. Where teachers had to be like, mm, we're going to limit the amount of time that you play <laughs> that one. But hey, number munchers, if you want to play that, you can play that all day if you want. Oh, yeah. I got that statement pretty consistently. <laughs> but like the games that you play, Genevieve, or the, the educational games that you play, they're not trying to hide that, the, the, the math or the, the learning part of that. They're, they're building upon the learning and saying like, okay, right. how can this help the game? it's it's better better constructed in in my opinion i don't know i mean like i said i assume because you play them outside of some of them outside of school that they are fun they are (laughs) because i'm not here beating it down on you and saying you have to play it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so i mean that's it wasn't a long not a long combo on the educational video games it's just there wasn't a whole lot out there when me and me and uh, Ed were, were younger. Yeah. Well, I, I guess there's also two tiers of it because, you know, there's the educational games that you would play in school, in school, in the classroom. And then you had the stuff that was at home, like the math blasters and the the putt putt games. Right. You know, mm-hmm. those you don't play in school. Those were at home on your computer. And, you know, I remember. um going to a neighbor's house as 
as young lads and uh, <laughs> whippersnappers. Well, young whippersnappers. And we went and their their family computer was in the living room. So we the three of us would take turns playing. It was either Math Blasters or Word something. I forget what the name of it. It might be Word Blasters. <laughs> but we all Word Blasters sounds familiar. Playing that one. And I don't yeah, it's like that. that was definitely not in school. Like eh. the the three were Oregon Trail, Number Munchers, and there was there was a word one, like a word find thing that I am just totally drawing a blank on. But that was back when we had two labs. Now I don't know this Miss Genevieve probably wouldn't know anything about this. Schools are way different now with this regard. <laughs> but we had the PC lab and we had the Mac lab. Yes. What? Yep. There are two different there's two different labs. You had a PC or computer lab and then the yep. Mac lab. Because it was just Mac computers. We don't yep. have any labs. I only yeah. had one third grade, <laughs> fifth grade. Right, because so, you have your each kid has their own lab. They have yeah, a, a own computer. So if you imagine, it was a specific room, usually either inside or next to the library, that were that housed a table or just a couple tables with of, just of, rows of computers. Yeah, well, I guess I should. Well, I do have a computer science class. I completely forgot all about that. <laughs> so there's yeah, just yes. like three tables but, full of just tape, just computers. Yeah, but you get flat screen monitors. Yeah. These tables we had were like CRT <laughs> monitors, big old, you know, if it fell on your foot, you'd be getting a new foot. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, Chunky. Do you remember, let's see, Genevieve. The 21st of September? Hey. Uh, oh. Downstairs in Grandma and Pop-Ups in the basement on the very corner, do you, that white, white and black, like, monitor, do you know what, have you seen that? Yeah. That's, that's what a, a CRT, monitor. yeah, that's a small CRT monitor. Oh, gosh. And all, well, so, fun fact, that little monitor is the monitor me and your dad played all our Nintendo games on. Yeah. Growing I saw, up. I saw one of you guys playing on it one time. That was I me. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, uh, yeah, okay. it was. A little bit of a side a side uh, story here. Uh, last time I was at Mom and Dad's, I went down to the basement to go get some of the, the canned uh, jalapenos that Mom makes. Yeah. And when I was down there, I was like, because, you know, all the old Keegan's old toys and everything were down there. I'm like, this. Has Maris ever been down here? <laughs> and she's like, no, we don't let her no. go down here. <laughs> no, no, no. There's a reason why she doesn't go down there. <laughs> she will want to play with everything and bring it upstairs. No, she does not come down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is very much a, a thing. Uh, like, we keep oh. her upstairs. <laughs> she takes she takes the left to go into Pop-Up's office, and that's it. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> she does not go right. <laughs> yeah, she would bring every one of those stuffed animals. and Uh-huh. All that stuff up. And yeah. I keep telling mom and dad, I keep telling them, like, you know, you can probably get rid of most of this. And they go, yeah, yeah okay. And then they don't. Yeah. Oh, right. They just shove it in a closet or something. I or mean, we're no better. Hey, you know, sure. it, if that area was cleaned up, I'm sure that would be a good area for her just to run around. 
on her um scooter little scooter that she keeps running around upstairs <laughs> yeah but you know here's the thing you know you would we would <laughs> remove all that clean it all up for her and she won't want to do it there because that's not right. going to be in everyone's way right not everybody's downstairs mm-hmm. right <laughs> yeah. no that's uh, mirrors yeah um but, but yeah. yeah like there's so many different uh new ways of doing educational games now that it just doesn't have to be this boring affair. Like it can actually be entertaining and fun. Oh yeah. You, you can have a game even like we're going way out there, but something like an assassin's creed where if you didn't play the main game, they have the whole, uh, roaming one. Yes. Where you there's just the, his- the character in, Go yep, and they, learn history. Yeah, they have the. I think they. I don't remember where they started. I the one I remember. It was, was in, um, the um, Egyptian. Was it Origins? Yeah. Okay, so that was the first one. Then uh, that's the one I remember the most because it was like you walked around. You didn't do any killing. You know, it wasn't. It was. It was literally a history history class. You just yeah. walked to each room and and there was like it wasn't just a single like you know statement or whatever like there was in a room there was like a bunch of things that you could interact with that gave you like actual timelines and actual stories things from books cited and all these kind of things like the stuff that the developers went through and and read through to get this to take the story out of like yeah and and it was at the actual site right so like if uh you know in origins let's say you could go to Alexandria and learn all about the library and everything there. You could go into where the Sphinx is at and just right. run, ride your horse out there and then learn everything about the Sphinx and the pyramids. And uh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, that's, that's the kind of thing that's like a good way of, and then also it, it involves, you know, you having to like history and, well, a yeah, way. that's in that particular yeah. mindset, you know, they could do something similar Let's say it's on a space station and you're learning how to actually do the math and coordinates on how to uh, fly around in space or something. Right. Well, and and there's like things like Minecraft has. I mean, Minecraft itself, I think, is a pretty educational game. Oh, I agree. Uh, in general, uh, with like just the whole redstone ability, like understanding electrical properties and like signals and stuff. Uh, that in itself, if you want to go down that redstone path, it really does help under help you understand like how electric electrical signals work. Yeah. Um, which is one reason why people a lot of people don't mess with redstone because it is it can get very complicated very quickly. Um, but sure. there is an educational there's a Minecraft educational version, a school version that is sent to some schools where it's it removes a lot of the um gameplay aspect of like you know having to fight monsters and stuff like that but adds in things like counting and colors and stuff like that uh, and things like that but in minecraft in, in, in a general sense it can i mean it can be whatever you want right but it, sure. it definitely is i think a pretty good representation of learning the complexities of signal and yeah. processing but yeah, like you were saying, it's the the stuff that's but even the stuff at school that you that you know Genevieve and Keegan and and Maris now uh, can play at school. What's like accepted there is still 
light years above <laughs> what we had. Like we had Mavis Beacon typing. Like that was like I remember when that came out and that was like super cool. We yeah. have typing club. You have typing club. What do you do in like well, I mean I know what you do in typing club, but like how do you how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do in typing club? English. Push ups. PE. Um so basically it it's like you have this like a bunch of these different lessons. It's like how to use the home row correctly, not look at the keyboard and go all around places. Mm-hmm. Um and then like my friend is on like level two hundred something. <laughs> oh wow. Gosh. I'm on like a hundred fifty, maybe. Hundred thirty. Okay, so your it sounds like typing club is kind of like what I took was it was called mouse certification, which is Microsoft Office user something or another, and it, it taught you how to use the Microsoft suite of products. So like Excel what was it? Excel, Excel, Access, Word, and PowerPoint were the four that were out that I you learned. Access in school? Yeah, they taught. I I learned that in the mouse certification. I learned how to use Access. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. That, uh-huh. it was, and that was the majority of what you learned. I learned in the mouse class was actually Word and PowerPoint because that's what was being going to be used in most right. classes. Uh, but it it also taught a lot of typing. You had to, you know, you got in there, you sat down. The first thing, the teacher who was nine hundred years old, <laughs> she was the uh, <laughs> the funniest thing to me was. You have the oldest person in the school teaching the newest technology. Uh, right. And all Seems. she did was read off of the little book that you had. Um, mm-hmm. But the first thing you had to do is sit down. And uh, when she called your name for a role, she would be standing next to you. And you'd have to have your hands on the home keys. Yeah. And it was, do not move your hands from the home keys for the rest of the class. Yeah. Like, and then did yours have the, uh, the, the key blockers? Where they put the little thingy that hovers over the keyboard so you can't see what you're typing? No. Yeah. Ooh, no, I didn't have those. I don't <laughs> either. <laughs> it didn't help a lot of people because there's still a lot of hunting peckers out there. Oh, yeah, I hunt and peck all the time. Well, see, the problem was I, f- I was faster at hunting and pecking because I did memorize where the keys were, yeah. but I just had to quick glance down. So it was faster for me most of the time to do that than home keys. But that's because I didn't practice using the home keys. Yeah. See, if I, if I actually practice doing home keys, I would be much faster. I actually kind of practice. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, see, you also have more of a chance to practice because you have the Chromebooks. Um, you, each, ki- each kid has their own Chromebook in this area, the school district here. So you take that home. That's where a lot of your work is, is done, right? You don't do a whole lot of paperwork. I've only done it once at home. Done. Oh, you know what you mean? You use your, your Chromebook at home, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm talking about like, you know, the majority of your work in school is done through your, your laptop, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you very rare. Like when we would get work, Uncle Ed would know this. When we would get work at school, it would be, here's the paper, finish it, and turn it in. Physically turn in this paper to the teacher. And you had to grab a pencil, and it had to be a number two pencil, 
for a long time, we weren't allowed to use lead pencils, like the mechanical leads. Yeah, the Why? mechanical lead pencils. Because, because it wasn't a number two. It wasn't a number two. It wasn't verified. You couldn't verify that it was number two lead on the inside. Yep. And some of the teachers I had would say that the mechanical pencil was too um, distracting. What? Because yeah, you click it. Because you could click it. That- yeah. Uh, you don't, honey, you don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand <laughs> the, the, the intricacies of like annoyance. Te- technology <laughs> makes things better for the next generation. Yep. 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 You'll be telling your kids all about this. You'll be like, back in my day, we didn't have holograms. Right. We had to. You'll you'll be running into technology where you'll be like, why can't we use this during class? And the teachers are going to be like, well, because. And then your kids are going to be like, wait, you didn't have that? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wait, so you're expecting me to have kids? If you want kids. I mean, (laughs) I'm not (laughs) expecting you. The assumption. The next generation, <laughs> not necessarily generation, your yeah. kids, the next generation will be. <laughs> I mean, as a dad, I would like to be a grandfather, but, you know, that's that's not my decision. Right. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, gosh. But yeah, the video games, educational video games have come a long way. And some of them, honestly, I can see myself sitting down and being like, you know, I could I would pr- certainly play this as a kid. Then and probably now would be you know nifty for a, a few hours, a few you know for a little bit of time. Oh sure, mm-hmm. but like if I was a kid, I'd have been like, yeah, <laughs> that's cool, because <laughs> that's how I was when I was a kid. Ah, cool. Ah. <laughs> okay. Accurate. <laughs> but that seems that seems like a good time to end. Me being Dang. all weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, Thank- th- I think it um, covers covers what we were going for. With the um, educational stuff. It was educational. hey yeah. Thank you for joining us today after that great pun. Um, if you haven't yet, subscribed to the .exe podcast. We would love you for you guys to subscribe, get some updates, and uh, know when we post new, new uh, episodes. Uh, did you find today's uh, discussion enjoyable and or educational? It was okay. Of course, let us know. Send your comments, questions, topics, and corrections to .exe at savingcontent.com or you can certainly leave a comment at Saving Content on Twitter and Facebook. We're also on YouTube, along with Saving Content being um, being on YouTube. There's video previews, reviews, trailers, and original content, obviously like here, .exe podcast. Uh, would you like more gaming discussion? Check out Quick Saves, Quick Save, uh, con- Saving Contents, Quick Save podcast with Evan and Scott. They haven't Ooh, done one in a little Evan while, but it's the perfect time to get get caught up with everything they have done. Uh, also, remember to visit SavingContent.com for latest news and reviews. Ed, what do we what do we have put up? All right. So since the last episode, Scott has put up a review of both Warhammer Forty Thousand Dark Tide and the Callisto Protocol. Uh, Miss Genevieve here has a Wildflowers review up. Um, Real quick, what did you think of Wildflowers? It was kind of like Animal Crossing, but a little better. Okay. Okay. So go read that review. She did a good job on it. Uh, Good score. Good overall game. Uh, Also along with that, we have a new save state up. 
you know, in our fire red Nuzlocke run, go give that a watch and find out what happens uh, in that episode. Cause stuff that was goes a, down. Yeah. That was a Keegan run episode. That was a Keegan episode. Yes. Uh, before we go, we only ask a small favor, just like always a simple five-star review. You can do it in your podcast app now. Don't forget to tell your friends uh, about us here at .exe. It'll help us grow, and we would certainly appreciate it. Thank you for listening, and remember, the most wasted of days is one without laughter. Good night.